0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Ubi Estamia. My name is Brandon Weatherby. Uh, This episode is with Derek DeJacques. Derek passed away this week. He was only 33 years old. Um, And Derek is an old friend of mine. Uh, Derek first appeared on my other talk show, You, Me, Them, Everybody, in the spring of 2010. So that's what this episode is. It's a 30-minute conversation with a 27-year-old Derek DeJacques, and I... In, in my Westtown apartment, and recorded a very long time ago. Um, Derek was a filmmaker and a musician, and he did radio plays. He was a he was a doorman, and he was a good guy. And uh, this is this is an unexpected episode. Uh, this was an unexpected passing, and uh, Derek was recently married in the, in October of 2016. So there's currently a GoFundMe. Uh, for his his uh, wife Avalon So that's one of the reasons Why we're sharing this here um, In addition to just Listening to Derek uh, talk I wanted to try to uh, Highlight that So if you, have, if you have 10, 20 bucks lying around Maybe this is a good way to spend That holiday money of yours The link for the GoFundMe Is in the podcast description All of the plugs at the end Of the show Keep in mind that this was recorded in 2010, so this, these all these things happened a long time ago. So, without further ado, here's an interview that I conducted with Derek Jacques in April of 2010.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to You, Me, Them, everybody. Uh, my name is Brandon Weatherby, and sitting in my tiny Westtown apartment is Derek DeJacques
2: Hi, everybody. How's it going out there on the internet? I can't... You, don't talk like that. Come on, <laughs> man. Come on. I'm sorry. The natural showman takes over. Hi, I'm Derek DeJacques How are you guys? You're not
1: really changing it all that much, man.
2: This, how do I talk, though?
1: Like a class act, apparently. <laughs> I never noticed before. I've never started a waveform while talking to you, though, either. Something no, that's like so. you get a microphone in front of me, though, and I just kind of go. God damn it. <laughs> Did you take radio classes? Yeah, I was on air, man. I know you were on air, but like that doesn't mean you took classes. Oh, I do voice acting too now,
2: did I mention? No, you didn't.
1: Oh, sorry. Well, to the
2: listener, <laughs> no, takes- you haven't really mentioned anything uh, yeah. other
1: than did I say your name correctly? Yeah. de Jacques. What you does that it. like what is that from? Yeah, uh, it's Polish. Uh, well, it's- so this is a sad week for you. Your president died. Do you not remember your president died on Saturday? I'm so
2: far removed from...
1: Seriously, you have no idea. No. On Saturday, a plane carrying the Polish president to...
2: Oh, yeah, I heard about that, yeah. (laughs) I did, I think. I didn't know he was the president. I heard some Polish guy died and everybody was sad, and I'm like, all right. (laughs) There really
1: isn't many Polish people on TV unless something awful like that happens, apparently. Okay, so... How do I know you, Derek? I like to trace it back to the start. I
2: sound weird. Do I sound sick? No, I am a little nasally. Remember sitting in a either is Olive a garden, garden or, or a Jedi's Oh it was Jedi's. So we never it Jedi's We never experienced well, Olive Garden thing. together.
1: No, no way. No way in hell. Okay, Jedi's Garden. When you
2: had uh, It was Jedi's
1: Garden, right? Yeah, Jedi's, Jedi's Garden. Jedi's Garden is this was a diner. You know it's not there anymore, right? I know, yeah. I it's uh, some other it's not twenty four hours. It's a twenty four hour place where um everyone in high school and like their first part of college would go and hang out. Um, that liked punk rock, probably. Yeah, well, they that just... mostly liked coffee at 1 a.m. and could chain smoke. Yeah, they just it was smoking in an ultra-smoking section. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> and um, it was a Greek restaurant, it was a Greek diner. so what the, what's the Flaming Cheese called? Uh, oh, I'm so, not sure. I always thought it was called Nagasaki. And <laughs> <laughs> I know that's wrong, but it makes sense of why it would be called Nagasaki. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but anyways, so the roof... I'm serious, you could laugh in the mic so it doesn't look <laughs> like I'm crazy. I didn't want to laugh and... <laughs> I don't think it's... All right, a... yes, atom bomb jokes are funny to me. I, was to... <laughs> I really don't think it's an atom bomb joke. I just think it's a confusion joke. And wouldn't that be a most appropriate name for that? I... Except everyone going, oppa, at the end. That oh, would be yeah. highly inappropriate. If they just vo- <laughs> like solemnly hung their head in reflection, yeah. then it's wholly appropriate. Okay, fair enough. I don't think that would sell off. Anyways, so the roof has got it used to have char marks all over in random places. So, yeah. So you would go there, and yes. I would go there. So what did we mean? Well, I met you through Brian Nielsen. Brian Nielsen, good man. Who's been on the show? Friend of the show. Oh, excellent. Good. Well. I feel bad. I didn't go to his housewarming party. Did you go to that?
2: uh, I missed it, but he had like another one the week after that was just like, help me drink all the leftover food and eat all the leftover booze, I uh, know I switched those.
1: I feel bad because you work in a bar. Yeah. And I work in a bar. But I was working both of those nights, yet you still managed to make it out, which makes me way worse of a human being. Think about I think that.
2: There, I, I think I had something to do the first night. I think I was working. I was out, of, no, both I was out times. of town.
1: I was out of town the first night. All right, but the second night, you were a good friend. Yeah, that's I've... the kind of guy you are. <laughs> I so try. we met. Jeez. We met through this guy probably ten years ago. Is that right? Ten, ten or nine years ago. I think I was still in high yeah. school. Were you? I was either a senior. Or I just started uh, college. Something like that. I think uh,
2: nine years ago sounds about right. Okay, let's keep I'm trying to think. But well, yeah, anyway the yeah. story. <laughs> so I meet you and. I remember you uh the fowl label. Oh yeah, I was I uh, trying to get that. everything going with uh the Knicks and I was drumming for them at the time yeah, yeah, because I Tony forgot. was busy with with finding a college to go to and thought he was going to go out of state. Yeah, so
1: like I tried to do a I tried to have a label 9 years ago. Yeah. And uh, that was dumb.
2: Well, you guys put out what, 3 bands? You put out
1: 3 records, total waste of money. One broke even. Well, That's it. You know what? You put out 3 records, who cares? Me? I you learned a lot. <laughs> I learned nothing. Because no. I still have this awful ambition. And you also have this awful ambition, but for you, it's actually working out quite well. Um, I wish. Uh, I'm learning. You're learning. Okay, there's if, a reason you're still a bartender is what you're saying. Yeah. How old uh, are you? This I'm, is all over. I just turned me. 27. You, did you really? Yeah. You look young. Thank you, sir. I think you look young. I'm 27 as well. Yeah. I think I look I think older than you. But I, like, I have no gauge anymore. I think I look like a, like a fat superboy, Not like obese, just like... Superboy really didn't take care of himself. <laughs> <laughs> that chin is not sharp as it should be. <laughs> like that kind of... Anyways, um, you're a filmmaker. Apparently. And this is how you know you're a filmmaker. IMDb, I'm on IMDb, you're on IMDb. Anybody gets on IMDb, make something up. You're on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> people can watch your movie on Netflix. Yes. So let's let's uh, tell people exactly what you do. You're a director yes. of horror films. H-O-R-R-O-R. Correct. Films. And well, the next one's going to be you interesting. Go. Okay, so
2: <laughs> do you write these films as well? Um the the one that's we just finished shooting. Uh yes, I wrote and directed. But uh, what about the first one? The one that's on Netflix I helped produce okay. and I the lead role in the movie. Okay. However, uh my old bandmate the, the whole way this the whole thing started. Um my old bandmate and I did two musicals for our band at the time. Those got picked up on TS tst or something what's this, uh, tst this small chicago thing uh, the thor the god of thunder uh, Mikhail, uh mike what the hell is his name michael thor <laughs> uh, he's been in a lot of bad zombie movies but he was a former mr universe but uh now really? he's a rock and roller in the 80s and now he's just all roided out and stuff and uh is he open about his roidiness? Y- you know i doubt it i think he would be like no i'm 100 percent natural is he but. the kind of friend that's gonna listen to everything you do uh, I don't think he knows who I am, which is the best part, because I've met him and said to sign paperwork. That's great. <laughs> so, That's great. Uh, he ended up seeing one of the musicals somehow, and mm-hmm. was like, this is great. I'm making a four-four a Thor four-pack, and I got to put it out. I need two other movies for it. You guys have two musicals. Let's make it happen.
1: Whoa, 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 whoa. What's a Thor four-pack? Four, pack? four uh,
2: DVDs? Something you buy, four DVDs in one case that you buy in the $5 bin at Walmart. Why was he making this? He, that that was just his distro deal that he had. But he wait wait wait. I'm he, music. He's making albums. He used to. I mean, he still does. But what's music in the four for, pack? four or films? Th- films. Yeah. Just low budget. Is zombie he in movies. Them? Uh, Yeah. He's in them and he writes them and he directs them. He's like a really a poor man's Mel Brooks from the horror genre. Okay. And you were like, I gotta get in on this. Well, we were like, screw it. We put two hundred. You know, the first one we put eighty bucks into, and the other one we put like four hundred dollars into or the films. The musicals. Yeah, the films. That's nothing. No, we did them as a joke, just for the hell of it. Something else to sell on tour, you know? Did you make your money back, I think? But yes. <laughs> and we were like, maybe we're in the wrong business. Let's go timeline. What year is this? Oh, boy. Um, it's good. not... <laughs> really? This is I know! Is I've, do- I've been doing a lot of stuff in the past, like, That's t- six years. So my might- mind is shot. As far was as was this go. post-college? This is during college. So uh, this, this, is- this is my uh, senior year of college. So this is 2000 and five let's say yeah even if yeah, it's wrong exactly. let's just go yeah, No, no, yeah 2005 okay. so this is 2005 2006 mm-hmm. uh i quit the band uh then the band what's ba- the band let's, let's the see. band was the mistex and who were they before that um there's been about 12 people but the main guy is Emil hyde okay who was the guy that wrote and directed the landlord okay which is which we're Netflix. getting to yes, jesus so christ I'm full circle all right i live in a web of it lies sir no. <laughs> no,
1: they're all they're all boring truths. Yes, they're right. not fueled with with disgusting sex, disgusting drugs. Well, I'm leaving that out because nobody wants drug- to hear about that.
2: <laughs>
1: no, I don't mean to insult you. You're a good man. Okay, so let's so all of a sudden within five years you go from a steroided out dude pitching Thor movies to yeah. making is this your, is TXT your directorial debut? Uh yeah. Okay, so let's let's get to
2: that point. Uh, you decide to make the Thor movies.
1: Based well, on the musicals. Just
2: get, no, we had the musicals done. He just wanted to throw them into his 4 packs. But how do you, like, Doesn't don't you have to shoot them? We did shoot them. Oh, you shot the musicals. Yeah, we shot them with, like, that, yes, yes. This okay, is that's okay. Yeah. that makes sense. We shot the musicals with literally, like, a Sony Handycam. We'd borrow, we'd borrow, we'd go buy from Target and then return that night. That's brilliant. And that's how we kept them both under 500 bucks. And, uh... <laughs> that's great. Combined.
1: <laughs> I love that, I love that. Um... God, it sounded so well. I love that. Yeah. You guys are
2: great. We're those kids. Oh, those kids. Okay. Crazy ideas.
1: So you make these films. Do you get any money on this? They from just Thor?
2: gave us uh, a one-time check. What was it? Let's talk about money. Uh, Specifically, money and what you did with that it was money. Like Thirteen hundred bucks. You didn't or actually something. have to tell me. I was just joking. It was something real small. It was like a you know like a grand or two. But
1: still, that's pretty neat. Which was great. That was and pretty neat.
2: Supposedly, it's in Walmart. Although I've never seen Did you seen ever check? It. I check all the time, and I've never found it. How often are you in Walmart? Not often, but I, okay. I tell everybody, like, hey, if you're in a Walmart, look through the $5 bin for our movie. Maybe it's not in the $5 bin. Well, Did you check on eBay?
1: Is you know, it I online? have looked on eBay. Have you tried to buy it ever online? No. Really? I never have. Why not?
2: Well, let's look it up now. All right, go for all it. All right, well, we keep talking here, or else it's even <laughs> yes. weirder. Yes, um, and then... So we we took that money and we're like maybe we're in the wrong business. So the mm-hmm. band was done. We had this money from these things we filmed and we're like screw it, let's actually just write a real script and just do a real movie and see what happens. Okay. So Emil wrote and directed or uh, wrote wrote a script. Oh, it's a couple of scripts. We all got our actor friends together and borrowed them for god, it took 6 months to shoot, I think. This is a feature length, though. Yeah, feature length. And when you say
1: six months, you you don't mean every single day for six months. No, we
2: everybody was a, a professional actor but me. Really? So, Did you have a casting call or was this through friends? It was all through friends. We're just like, somebody knows somebody who works at the Goodman Theater. Got it. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay, what's the name of the film, the Thor film? Uh, Warriors and Warlocks. Oh, that's not going to show up with anything.
1: No, there's going to be no results for that. Warriors and Warlocks DVD? I guess. Why not? I don't know, because it doesn't make any... You know what the problem is? Um, I think I found something. Oh, you're on RapidShare, 2006? Yeah. Yeah, you're on RapidShare. No way. Someone's stealing your. And then the next one is Torrent Download, Download Free for PC. No, that's a video game. Another Torrent. So apparently I can't buy your DVD, but I could totally steal your DVD. That's awesome. Yeah. Go out and steal it. That poster behind you? Yeah. That's on a Torrent site. Nice. Yeah, I know. That's great. So only people in Japan will see my film. Anyways...
2: Back to you. Yes. <laughs> so we... Um, this is The Landlord we're talking about. Correct. What year is The Landlord? Uh, 2009, I guess, is the re- official release. So this was out after the Will Ferrell, The Landlord. Yeah, we were actually making it in the middle of that. Why keep that title? Yeah, totally different genres.
1: <laughs> I, uh, okay. I, I'm not, I wasn't the director. Okay, here's my question. Uh, are the majority of your fans the kind of people that are online? Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking wide. How many search <laughs> results are going to fucking pop up, Will Ferrell. i got to stop swearing. All right. So, The Landlord, are you happy with the final product of The Landlord? I
2: think it turned out really, really well.
1: Is that what made you want to do, do TXT, or did it just
2: happen? You always wanted to direct? I've always wanted to direct and do stuff. I just was so wrapped up in the band thing that I could never get my my stuff together, pretty much. Do you regret doing the band as long as you did? No, because we got to... I mean, the band toured all over the country. We got to tour Spain for a couple of weeks. Like, we had a blast doing it. And I've been doing a bunch of other projects uh, all along the way. And I've got a really nice little catalog now that I can be like, oh, I need action music. Which band was loud and angry? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so I've just got a bunch of stuff. And I'm trying to get into music licensing now. But I am done with being... In a group. I've, I'm never going to stop music. I okay. love music to death. I love playing. I love recording. I love writing. I will just... It's going to be a while until I'm in a band band again.
1: Okay. Let's talk about TXT. That's the film that just wrapped on Sunday. Correct. Uh, what's it about? How long is it? What are your goals for it? Go. The whole premise... Oh, I want to start from the beginning or the goals? I don't care. All right. No, no. Let's, t- let's talk about the premise. How did you
2: think of this? You wrote and directed this. Correct. This is from your head. Yeah. Yeah. What 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 inspired this film? The whole thing that inspired it was uh there was like an ongoing joke during the shoot of the landlord mm-hmm. that I was just like a ridiculous alcoholic and an arrogant bastard. Are you a ridiculous alcoholic? Yes. Are you a bastard uh, I don't are you are a ridiculous bastard, but you're not. Well see when I when I meet people I mean, whenever you meet new people you, you display this sort of you, you have a, a different persona for, like, people, you know? Kind of, yeah. Um, so for a while, everybody I was meeting, was I was introduced as, oh, this is Derek, he's drunk all the time, and he's an arrogant prick. See, oh, so I played uh, into it. I okay. was like, yes, I am. So get come over here, sweetheart, and sit on this. And you know what? Did you actually <laughs> say things like sit on this? I would say the most... If people uh, introduce me as, like, the big most offensive person they know, That's I will try offensive. to... That's oh, like just... a stand-up comedian from 1884. <laughs> well... I mean, I mean, people would, if somebody's like, oh, this is my buddy Derek, he's he's like my guitar playing friend, then that then I'll, talk, I'll talk about music with yeah, people, yeah. but if they're like, oh, this is Derek, he's, he's drunk and he's crazy, then I'm going to be that to that person. Speaking
1: of drunk and crazy, this is before you were drinking, at what least around that? me. Um, one of the first times I were hung out with Derek, uh, actually, no, like two years into knowing Derek, I yeah. went to his apartment for the first time four other dudes, five yeah. other dudes. Was that New Year's or no? No, it was, it was not. not. It was a normal night. That's what made it even weirder. And uh, <laughs> it's in Downer's Grove, which to me is automatically makes it strange and odd. Yeah. And all of a sudden, him and his friends start using swords and ninja stars and BB guns, literally shooting at each other. Or air pistols? It was an an airsoft gun? guns. You guys are shooting us. We're and I was shooting each just, other.
2: You were shooting each other. I was sitting calmly because yeah. I have none of that in me. Because the fray is going on. I don't know. Like we never did sports. Well, I did sports, but I mean most of the people were like we're still guys, we still have, you know they get up and kill energy. Really? I had the let's go hang outside and smoke cigarettes
1: and talk and look at girls. See now, energy. Oh, yeah. And now it seems to be like now you're I think on it's my own. <laughs> Now I'm all on the I'm baseball. I'm trying to catch up with you, man. I'm trying to catch up with you, Brandon. <laughs> well, you seem to be a lot farther. Let's talk about TXT again.
2: Yeah. Uh, so they had this, uh, you were the crazy drunk. I, that, and that became the ongoing joke at the convention circuit, because we just had finished doing the uh, two, uh, 2009 conventions Okay. for the horror conventions. We're going to get back to that, but keep going about yeah. TXT. And on the way back from like Bloomington, Indiana, it's me and like one of the lighting guys, and we're driving back from a convention and a film festival, and we're like, what, what can we do that's within our budget which will be a really quick shoot it's something funny we wanted to do funny first and foremost Mm -hmm. and then what's funny and what will appeal to everybody and blah 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 and you know the website I shouldn't even Plug the website. Don't. Then don't. There's a website. Yeah, there's this website where they print up funny text messages Mm -hmm. all the time people send to each other. And one of them was this hysterical thing. It was like, oh, my friend, like, where the hell is this dude named Rob? Oh, Rob died. Why? How'd that happen? No, Rob's not dead, but he banged your girlfriend and he's been avoiding you. I thought that was the funniest thing (laughs) in the world. So we're like, that's it. There's the premise. So the thing was originally called Jealousy. (sighs) <sighs> which is stupid but that was just for like a while and I, we ended up writing it that night and the entire script went, went through ten different drafts over the course of the next few months just doing pre-production mm-hmm. either got more ridiculous or scaled something back because when we were building a rig or something or, or a fake floor for a stabbing scene you know stuff got changed um and the whole premise was yes uh um, I play myself Derek fucking Jacques as the stickers and t-shirts say. Yeah, we'll talk about <laughs> yeah. that too. And uh I'm am, I am the uh star of the landlord and an arrogant bastard with no real fame mm-hmm. and uh, I get drunk and find out my girlfriend's been cheating on me and with my best friend and I just go on a murderous rampage. And it's oh, it's only it's a short film, it's only about 22 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't even finished editing it together right now, but it's going to take a while. I mean, I've done this; it's not yeah. that easy. Oh, I know. I got like sixteen minutes of it edited together, and then I mean, plus after that, we've got to do all the post work. That Speaking
1: I'm... of post, you're telling me we I, you work at a bar. We won't plug the bar unless you want to. But you work at a bar, and I see you every once in a while. And you were telling me about the lineup of music you have. I think you have as money if you put all the songs you have yeah. in your in your movie. You have like a sixty minute comp. Yeah. Like, how
2: did you do that? Do you want to talk about that or no? We ended up. I, I pulled in I also wanted to pull in every favor I've ever made for the thing. You want to make a you want to make a feature length though, right? I do want to make a feature length, but okay. I wanted to Oh, I'll be be—I'll be able to get more favors. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> but it was anybody I'd ever met in bands or who had been doing music, and yeah. I just pulled in every song I could because then they're going to be excited that they're in a movie, mm-hmm. and they're going to give it to me for free, and then they'll be promoting it on their own. I just wanted to tap into everybody I could and their brother to help me promote this without mm-hmm. me doing any work. So we've got officially right now the lineup. Local H was originally on it. I don't mm-hmm. know if they're going to end up in the final cut. Why? Uh, we found a tennis court song that fit way better. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny. Uh, yeah, um, that's funny because you're it, one of your biggest names. Yeah, <laughs> so we might have just killed the biggest name off. Well, of. that's good though because you could use it for another film. Exactly. Um, and I mean, it, and. Uh, Scott from Local H is great about mm-hmm. it. He's just, you know, he's happy. He's more than happy to do anything. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's just... He lo- he's a film nerd as well, so... We'll but keep we keep going here. Tennis courts, Cyanotic. I have the entire... Acumen Nation said we can use whatever they want, yeah. but I I still haven't found anywhere to put any one of their songs in yet. Great Crusades has got music on it. Uh, who else? Uh, Brian Leach has a song in there. So already, that's more than 22 minutes of songs. Yeah, but I mean, not a, a lot of this stuff... Actually, we are using most of the songs in their entirety. Like really, and the Cyanotic one. What's great about it is it's industrial music, so you can chop it up and nobody oh, can tell. Yeah. Uh, no offense to Sean, because it's a great song. No, let's but- in
1: Fall Saltimore. I think I know that guy from Cyanotic. He's living in Indiana. Yeah, yeah, I know that guy. I hung out with him on Christmas Day, nineteen. 19- Ninety nine, two thousand. no i was no. in high school and i was uh going to this guy's house i kind of knew because he had adobe PageMaker to see if i could print my zine nice. my first ever issue of my zine that's awesome yeah and he was sleeping on a couch with a girl and it was weird <laughs> and it felt like i was in a greg akari film nice and i was like oh man these guys suck <laughs> that's what i thought
2: <clears throat> well we've got oh well, the beginning the, the fruit. i mean yeah, when I speak of these guys, up. I
1: don't mean him personally. I actually oh, yeah. did like his music. I meant Greg Akari films and the characters in them. <laughs> Seriously, I'm not yeah. backtracking.
2: I'll insult everyone. No He seemed problem. like a fine gentleman. Continue, though. I'm sorry. No, so, I mean, yeah, we do have a lot of music, and like I said, it's just more ways to pull to pull in favors and have people promote it, because basically, I just want this to be as viral as possible. We are going to sell, the uh, going out of the hopes, mm-hmm. like, what do I plan to accomplish with this? Um, we want to just hit the convention circuit and the film festival circuit for horror movies mm-hmm. as hardly as we can. That's okay. Not upcoming year let's talk about this because i made a short film it's not a horror
1: film yeah and therefore it's boring and a white a white guy talking to sad girlfriend blah blah it's that kind of movie mm-hmm. okay i feel like if i picked a niche i would have something like if i made it a horror film i'd have an audience you have a built-in audience yeah if i made it a silent film i'd have a different type of audience why horror films? And talk about horror film conventions because this is a world that I do not understand whatsoever. And I'm sure a lot of people don't understand this.
2: I'm a huge sci fi person. Okay. Uh, it's the same way with comics, with science fiction, with horror, with Lord of the Rings. But here's fantasy. the thing, I was i c I'm a comics
1: fan. I was always yeah. I, I went to the comic com- I went to Wizard World when it was Wizard World in like ninety four. Yeah, wow. um, but that was different because it was it was segregated. It wasn't this big deal it was like these are where the indie guys go these are where your marvel dc kids go these are where your image kids go these are where your independent kids go but for horror conventions and sci-fi conventions it seems like the swirling group of activity that just intersperse with each other
2: yeah i mean essentially it's you're right yeah uh if you're a sci-fi fan if you're at one of these conventions Mm -hmm. you are i mean if you you don't care if you're a star i mean aside from star trek and star wars that's like the only argument we'll get into horror movies is great uh, horror movies are great because the people in the horror community... All right, well, backtracking with the story a little bit. Uh, we played... My old metal band had a show in, like, Muncie, Indiana years and years and years ago. It was us, a Marilyn Manson cover band. This, like, grind Was the Marilyn
1: Manson cover band called Sweet Dreams?
2: No, I believe no they called Mechanical Animals? <laughs> I can't remember. I'll keep going. Uh, there was an Insane Clown Posse, like, wannabe band, and then there was, like, this grindcore band. And we were, like, a metal... Like, just a metalcore pop metal band the whole what band was this because I probably Great Showdown I don't even remember them I didn't see them but did you ever have a CD an EP no we have we recorded four songs did you ever play with Sayla in that band no Sayla was way dead before that okay then no um so we, we play the show. Everybody loved it. Mm-hmm. Everybody didn't care. Nobody cared what was there. They're just excited that it was metal. It was something for them, blah, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah. There's like a kid with an insane clown posse tattoo and a Swatsika tattoo on his chest, and he's like high five and buying drinks for a guitar player who's Filipino, clearly not white. And he was making him uncomfortable the whole time. And we thought it was hilarious, but people from... From everywhere that's not in a big city, uh-huh. it doesn't matter. Like we're not, they're not as elitist about it. I don't know if elitist, but they're not as. No, no, it's completely fair to say elitist. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, Is because it's... usually
1: elitist people don't have swastikas tattooed on their chest.
2: Yeah, well, that too. Okay. <laughs> well, maybe they do. Maybe those are the most <laughs> elitist. Uh, yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, but I, I guess it's the same way with poor stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got a lot of people from all over the country, not just Chicago, um, not just New York, not just L.A., and they just they love the genre and they don't care. Because uh, the, to their world, okay, the outside world doesn't get it. So anything in this world that gets it is A-OK with me. It okay. doesn't matter if it's Friday the 13th or if it's like the worst low-budget piece of junk slasher mm-hmm. movie ever put out. Like, they don't care. Nobody, Everybody's just going to like it and have fun. Is that good or bad? It, I think it's a good thing. Okay, but doesn't that kind of make you lazy as a filmmaker if you know that, eh, I'll just go with this? It can, but then you got to look at where everybody's at. What do you mean? Uh, I mean, if, if you want to be lazy as a filmmaker, yeah, you can put it out there and people can watch it. But, I mean, is that going to put is that going put food on your table? Well, I'm asking. Will it? No, of course not. Okay. I, mean, what, I mean, you can't do that with anything. You can't just... Yes,
1: you can. can yes, you, you can. <laughs>
2: well, then I'm changing
1: j- jobs. I when... mean, musically, it's very obvious how you can do that. Now, I don't know about films, but musically, yes, absolutely. Or you can just phone it in yeah and completely and dollars not anymore but
2: hell five years ago and for the last 50 before that third yeah, wave I mean, everything even, even the the bands that are like phoning stuff in and doing mm-hmm. complete pop stuff I mean no I didn't say pop oh every
1: genre has that now we're getting into like I some guess, weird yeah, aesthetic we're thing I'm just trying to wonder what we're it's easy to it's easy to phone it in is what I'm saying yeah and you could do that and if you're in this, if you're talking about a community that's super supportive will they always be supportive there's got to be some
2: sort of criteria of good and bad that's the problem with horror movies, though, and and there really sci-fi isn't. movies. The criteria for good and bad is like it's it's there's like good, and then there's bad, and then there's like god awful that it's amazing. So like the Roger Corman films are yeah, Plan Nine amazing. from Outer Space. They're all like god awful amazing or mm-hmm. like whatever. There's a Roger Corman movie with werewolf time in it. Well, there's the there's and isn't Peter Corman Cushing, and. Those- it's... Garbage, doesn't but. Corman still do
1: those or his company? No, it doesn't. He, he There's that new one like, like the werewolf, movies
2: or something. There's like the
1: shark versus laser yeah, shark Yeah, he's he's still yeah. directing. Okay, that's He's still, still? directing. Okay. Yeah,
2: shark versus octopus or something. Yes, 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 that's yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's still he's still making movies. Transmorphers, et Yeah, cetera. oh God. And they're like on Transmorphers 3 or something mm-hmm. now. And they're um, doing well. They're doing really well. Yeah, because it's- The profit
1: margin is insanely
2: high. Because they're pumping like three- I mean, look at what Michael Bay and Jerry Ruckheimer mm-hmm. did with the Texas Chainsaw remake. They paid $9 million out of pocket to some horror director nobody had heard of, but was doing well in the festivals mm-hmm. and stuff. And they're like, hey, this guy could probably do something with a budget. Gave him the remake, put $9 million into it. That was it. And then the opening weekend, it was like $22 million or did something. Did you see that? I, no- it's not good. I didn't think it would be. I but love they don't the care. the original. I, I actually did think too. the I second like, one is the best. I like the. Which is that one with Dennis Hopper? Yeah. <laughs> that's the creepiest one. Oh, well, it's got Dennis Hopper in it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're all creepy. Let's just talk about Texas, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So you keep saying you're a sci fi fan. What's your favorite horror film? Uh, I don't know. You're going to say Aliens for Favorite Sci fi? Yeah. Or Alien? Aliens. Okay. Aliens, a
2: close, close second, though. So the f- second. Second, then the first. Got one. it. Okay. I, but I consider Alien more. If you said what's my favorite horror film, I tell you Alien. Okay, because okay. that is a goddamn horror film. Okay, it's frightening as shit. Yes, it's in outer space. Big deal. Isn't it more of a thriller though? I'm not trying to like split hairs here, but. If, but I mean that's because like
1: the sixth sense well, you're is a thriller. You of your
2: seat sort of thing. Yeah, but, so is the sixth sense. But the sixth sense. Doesn't so have is people Roger. I'm at the time. edge of my seat. I'm yeah. serious.
1: <laughs> we might all die because these people don't have jobs. We should give them jobs <laughs> before they kill everybody. That's a thriller. Um. So what no I mean the only reason why I 'm asking is this is because if you obviously love this type of film, are you going to work in that type of genre yeah what's so is that the next step is like if, if txt takes off and what's the goal for txt actually because it's a short
2: it's a short however uh there's there's a couple of movies that have done really well that are shorts that mm-hmm. are just amazing and they you know they, they do the circuits and they they do really well and they're they're breaking even and then they're making money to fund for the next one and that's that's my good text is basically just to like to see it part of it's like to see who, who we can work with in Chicago that, that does it for the love of it which mm-hmm. means I don't have to pay anybody and uh, who can do a good job and deliver and so we, we've got a really solid crew our crew's amazing and okay. we've got a ridiculous amount of gear because one of them's a teacher at Columbia so <laughs> that helps too so the lesson is be nice to everybody but not too nice yeah because you got to direct them exactly I mean people have got to if they don't want to be there, then they, they don't need to be there, yeah. sort of thing. But, That's good. It's a good attitude to have, man. But I mean I I'm not gonna burn any bridges. We're different people, Derek. Yeah we're different people. Fake floors. You said you built fake floors. We built one fake floor. Why do you build fake floors? Um there was a shot where you can actually see like teaser things of it on the website. But uh okay. there's a shot where uh I'm literally just... I have a real knife, and I'm just stabbing the hell out of someone uh-huh. well, that I just have just tackled to the floor. Yes. Um, the way we have the camera angle set up, it looks like I'm really just tackling to the floor, but I'm really stabbing him with a real knife. Okay. And it's its just a cool effect, and there's just blood spraying onto me. Got and it. And it was just one thing where we have him in a fake a fake floor. So. Jesus Christ. It looks cool. It's it, ambitious. It was an $18 prop really that's it really it was just like well what can we do like how do they do it in day of the dead they did the same thing in day okay. of the Dead. they got a zombie on the table and they're pulling his guts out you know and that was really cool looking they had a lot of mirrors but they had the same premise they had the guy basically in a coffee table with a hole mm-hmm. cut out of it and like his arms and his head are out out on top and then so everything else is underneath if you want to be a good director of horror films you should probably have some basic carpentry skills it doesn't hurt yeah it really doesn't hurt yeah so
1: if you could make your film tomorrow your feature-length debut. What would it be about? Do you have an idea? Uh,
2: yeah, the end of the world. Okay. <laughs> What's your favorite film? Ooh do do do. Ah, you'd have to give me a minute. I don't know. What if some of your? That.
1: What are five of the films you <laughs> like a lot?
2: Five films I like a lot: Doctor Love and How I Learned to Love the Bomb. Yeah. Stop wearing and Love the Bomb. Um. That's like five films. That's good. You like Peter Sellers? Have yeah. you seen Being There? Uh-uh, no. Holy shit. I know.
1: Holy shit. I know. That's amazing. I should watch Being There right now.
2: Derek, where should people check out uh, TXT and The Landlord and everything else you do? Landlord, you should go to Netflix and type in The Landlord. Amazingly, it's the only thing that'll come up. Good. So, it's the first one. Uh,. And then also for TXT, it's textthemovie.com, txtthemovie.com, and there's just content's always being updated. Like Mm -hmm. I said, we just finished shooting the damn thing, so now we can focus on the website more. And you have merch? We do have merch. We have have T-shirts soon. t-shirts and stickers and the poster. Uh, We'll have posters soon, too. I thought you were selling posters at the conventions. We were selling them for the uh, landlord. Oh, okay. I mean, we'll have text. I wanted to finish the movie to know who was going to be in it. We had a couple of like actress changes the last second. Yeah. So I, before I sent the poster off to the printer, I'm like, once we get everything shot, then I will get. Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) I'm not going to like reprint it or cross people's names (laughs) out. I shot a film, but I think it'd be kind of neat
1: if I uh, digitally take somebody out for no real reason. That'd be fun. That'd be the biggest pain in your ass ever. But I know. Yeah. I know. That's a, Anyways. All right. Let's end this interview with a question like we ended every interview with a question from The Kids Book of Questions by Gregory Stock, Ph.D., an awful, awful book. So, Derek, mm-hmm. I need you to pick a number between 1 and 260. Uh, uh, 194. 194. You're racking your brains. I was trying to go for something different. They're all different. <laughs> Outside of the box. What would be worse, not watching TV for a month or having to come straight home and stay in the house every day for a month?
2: Having to come straight home. Yeah, that's kidding? obvious. I don't. I haven't watched TV since I was like in fifth grade. Really? I gave up, man, years ago. You after like the Simpsons. After. Yeah, but I've, I see them all when I borrow them in on DVD that's from Brian TV. Nielsen. That's TV. <laughs> that's still TV. Does that really count, though? No, oh, that counts. Really? Yeah. Okay, then I get stuff on Netflix or yeah, DVDs, I and have, I still watch. The them. only
1: time those televisions
2: in my apartment since my girlfriend went to DC. Well, you were watching the Sox game right now. Baseball intentional viewing. Okay.
1: I'll watch baseball. Anytime the Cubs with the Sox are on, I will watch uh, that weather, like 7.3 or 5.3, whatever the digital weather is. Digital? There's I we, don't have cable, so the digital Wait, box. they have digital it's, You have to have the digital We don't have converter. TVs in my house.
2: Okay, you fucking asshole. Okay. You <laughs> I, have the, the, you have, I, you have the, we, the converter box. I have box. a converter box. We just don't have a TV. I hate you right now. Okay. Like seriously, I, I have a big computer monitor that's hooked Lord up to my computer. Lord, fuck you, man. Okay, so I'm, <laughs> I'm technologically inept. So there's
1: a weather. St- it's essentially the weather channel. I'll watch that just to get. Cool. I'll put that on mute. That's it. That's
2: nice. That's, that's awesome. Look at the technology, but I can just check it on my phone and it'll. Check I don't on have weather. like the. I don't have web-enabled stuff. Yet. Uh, I'm not paying yet. T- no, let's see. TV is archaic technology, man. Look at me.
1: Oh, not everything you like is on TV. Now it's now just on a different format. No, without it should that, be on a big screen. <laughs> Like The Simpsons, brilliant like the Simpsons, Simpsons movie. And it should only be like The Simpsons movie. Yes, <laughs> that fine piece of art. All right, we're going to end this uh, interview and end this show with a song from Team Band. Team Band is playing uh, the next live You Me Them Everybody podcast. Derek, could you do me a favor and look up and tell me the last Monday in April? The last Monday in April is
2: April twenty six. April twenty six
1: at the Hungry Brain at twenty three nineteen West Belmont. Uh, they're going to be playing. So that's Team Band. We also have guest Stephanie Kinehart. Kinehart, I apologize, Stephanie. Sooner or later, I will get your name right. She's the author of such books as "I Want to Be Your Joey Ramone" and "Ballads of Suburbia," and comedy from the wonderful and whiskey-loving Junior Stopka. So come on out
2: to that, Derek. Where should people go visit
1: you? You know Junior?
2: Oh lord, holy shit! He's the funniest guy in the city.
1: (laughs) He's insane.
2: We uh, we got we beat the crap out of each other on Saturday in my kitchen. We had a wrestling match because it was funny. Was this after Continental? I don't know. I just I came home late night and he was there. What the? We're gonna talk after the show. <laughs> but I I would lo- that should be a film called that should be the real class fighting of the titans. Junior stop. You two fighting would be. Well, great. he's a boxer too. I know. So we, we, the only rule we had was no punching and, and it was did he interesting. kick your ass. Um, we did. Hey, I think you could hold your own. I did ex- until he like almost bent my leg off. God, that
1: guy's great. That okay. sucked. <laughs> so you should come to the show and not get beaten up. Where yeah. should should we, should we plug your job so people could
2: visit you and say hi or no? No, we should just plug the website again. Let's plug the website. What is it again? www.txtthemovie.com. the movie. Thank you,
1: Derek. Thank you, Derek. Txtthemovie.com. We'll put a link on that to the actual podcast. And uh, here's Team Band. Have a wonderful evening.